reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edmundo. grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith this morning the measure God measures faith look let's let's look at Ephesians 2 verse 8 for by grace are ye saved is there anybody here who is saved who is born again now when you are when you get born again everything about your salvation is by the grace of god yes amen amen you are saved in fact it says not of yourselves so you cannot get yourself born again you don't just get up and say today i am born again but rather the grace of God comes to you and, and, and enables you to be born again. But the Bible says that that grace to be saved, it comes through faith. Hallelujah. That is your ability to believe. Even though it's the grace of God, your ability to believe determines your salvation. Amen. So when you get saved, everything about your salvation is about your faith life. That's why Romans 12 says, God has given to everybody a measure of faith. Right now, we are asking God to increase our container. Amen. If you use a spoon to measure it, Jesus, we are saying that Lord, Use a cup to measure it. Amen. If yours is a cup, he can use a soup bowl. Amen. But whatever, whatever you are doing and whoever you are, you need faith. I don't care about it. But your 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 journey to good to make it in this life. Beginning with once a week, you need faith to get a job. Yes. Is that somebody who needs faith? Yes. 
you need faith to believe God for healing yes. and health. And we are going to pray right now and say, Father, Father, in this service today, today's yes. service, let me experience an upgrade of my faith. Yes. The next time the devil comes to me, Jesus, he must come to find a bigger quantity of faith. Amen. The people who received healings in Christ's ministry received it by their faith. Amen. God wants to give you something if you can have the faith. Yes. God wants to give somebody healing if you can have the faith. Yes. A job if you can have the faith. Yes. A testimony if you can have the faith. Yes. So we are going to pray and say, Lord, the measure, Lord, increase my measure. Jesus. Increase my measure. Increase. Faith is not only used to go to heaven. Yes. Faith is used for everything. Everything. Your healing, your family, your job, everything is by faith. So lift your hands now. Those of you with a paint bucket level of faith. Jesus. God is changing it to a, a, a bucket 33, 33 level. Amen. When we were children, there were different buckets. 28, 32, 34. Yes, 20, ah yes, bucket 28, 32, 34. Lift your hands now. Jesus. You will no longer be a believer who doesn't have faith. Amen. Through that faith, yes, your healing is coming. Amen. Through that faith, yes, your child will get admission in that school. Amen. Through that faith, yes, your promotion will come. Amen. Believe it, Jesus. Believe it. We are saying, Father, Father, as we come to pray, as we come to pray, increase our faith. Increase our faith. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray now. Right now. Begin to pray. Increase it. Increase it. Increase the Lord. Increase my faith. God, he is not moved by your tears. Jesus. It is a man who, when he sees your tears, will hold you. 
and see it. It's okay. It's okay. What moves God is your faith. Is there anybody who wants to move God? Yes. Oh, you want to move God? Yes. Any area of your life you want God to touch, faith is required. Jesus asked that, do you believe I can do this? Jesus. How many of you know Jesus has power to do anything? Mm. Yes. But in your little life, you, it is possible you will not see anything. Not because God is powerless, but because you lack the amount of faith. He said, believest thou that I am able to do this? He said, Lord, I believe. Wow. Help my unbelief. Wow. Is there anybody here who is going to move God with faith? Yes. Crying will not solve your problem. Believing. Romans chapter 4 verse 20. He staggered not at the promise of God. These are the people. If you are a believer, you must be a woman of faith. Amen. A man of faith. Amen. Shout, I believe. I believe. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Through not believing. We need people who believe. Yes. When the preacher declares something, we need people who believe that what he's saying is coming to pass practically in your life. Amen. Also, you can stand there. What are they saying? Let me finish. So so there are people here, when you look at their lives, they, they, they don't reflect the power of God. They don't have any testimony to share. Jesus. They don't believe. Was it last week a lady came to talk about um forgotten? I said somebody who has lost a business relation last week. Yes. I saw the lady the week before. Because it, you see. Our services we record. But she had a phone. And I was wondering what is wrong with it. No, I mean, it was strange. She was standing there with her phone lifted up. And as I was speaking, she was recording in the service. And I was wondering what is the reason? But the person believed. And did it happen? Did it happen? Yes. Yes. Jesus went to a city called Nazareth. He could not heal anybody. Why? Because they didn't believe in him. They rather said he was a carpenter. But this morning we need people who believe that Jesus can heal you. Amen. 
the job you are believing God for. That God will give you that job. Yes. That in a month's time, you will be working and earning a salary. Amen. I said you will be working and earning a salary. Amen. Somebody here must believe that this year is the year you will also travel abroad and return. Amen. Is there anybody who believes? I believe. Is there anybody who believes that this year, by December, by December, Jesus. you would have stopped fornicating or you'd have stopped stealing? Pornography is over. Are there believers in the church? Yes. We are praying and saying, Lord. Romans 4.20 But he was strong in faith giving glory to God. Father, make my faith strong. Yes. Make my faith solid and strong. Yes. I don't want to have weak faith. Yes. I don't want to have little faith. Yes. Father, make my faith strong. Yes. To believe anything you say. Are you ready to pray? Yes. Are you ready to pray? Yes. Begin to pray right now. Ask the Lord, Father, make my faith strong. This is the power hour. Faith. Faith. A woman who believes Believing 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 Strong. Every area of your life that you will be a believer when the word of God comes you believe when God speaks you believe faith oh faith strengthen my faith strengthen my faith Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Somebody is receiving a miracle. In the name of Jesus. 
Somebody right now. Somebody is receiving a miracle. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Second Thessalonians 1 verse 3. That's our next prayer. This week will pass. Today is Sunday, not so. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it will pass. The next week, what's it? Today is what? Third, fourth. So four plus seven is what? Eleven. The eleventh of February, that week, Jesus. Eleventh, twelfth, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. That week. That is a week from now. Somebody is going to hold a major miracle in your heart. Amen. I receive. Some, noted. Something you have only heard Jesus. about. Eleventh to sixteenth. someone who is not well you've been doing some blood tests and there is a certain level one of the things you, you, you test has been low for a while the next time you test it will be certain up Amen. on the upper limit now what I have just said is for someone here who doesn't even know that your blood level is low in something. Wow. I am using words to optimize your blood levels of anything. Amen. You know, I have enough faith for you. If you can have faith to draw it. I'm, talk, I'm saying it again. You notice. I've said two things. 11th of February, that week. Then somebody here who has been writing, I said writing, taking tests for a particular, let's say if it's diabetes, you'll be checking your sugar level. If you're a sickle cell patient, your uh, HB, hemoglobin level. But for some months now, it's been low or high. I mean, abnormal. But the next time you take it, I'm using faith to drive every abnormality in your body to normality. Receive it now. I receive it. And I need you to meet me halfway. Meet me halfway. That's why we are praying. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren. As it is me because your faith, your faith, your faith, your faith. You see, because of how we have had church for a very long time, these things I'm saying are almost like CNN breaking news to some of you. Faith. Look, 
a Christian, your faith in God must grow. One of the ways your faith grows, I was sitting on the short wall at the car park there with a pastor. I would just say a pastor. He told me a story that shocked me because I had had the exact dream. Exactly what, what, what he was telling me as a real story. I had dreamt about it and seen it in a room. In my room. One of the ways God boosts your faith is to give you dreams and visions. Wow. Yes. Not a prophetic word. What, you will have one dream. And as I'm speaking now, eh, somebody here is being, is being visited with the power to have dreams. Amen. Precise dreams. Yes. Three days ago, in the conference, one of the nights, I won't mention the night, I suddenly became afraid. A demon had just come. The, a demon of fear. I, I was afraid about something. And in the fear, I was somewhere in the office, very, very disturbed. We had finished the, the day's sessions. As soon as I sat down, it was as if somebody brought me a letter to read. But the Holy Spirit took me to a dream I had had three weeks ago, which I had forgotten. As soon as I was reminded about the dream, suddenly I stood up. Jesus. I said, God, I thank you that you have sorted this problem out. Amen. Two days after that, 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 what I was afraid of had been sorted out supernaturally. Jesus. Somebody standing here Jesus. is becoming a candidate for something that is bizarre. Yes. Bizarre. I'm talking about miracles of the order you have not seen before. Amen. I know as you've worked with God, you have testimonies. You've seen God do something. Jesus. You have experienced His power. Yes. Oh, yes. Even me, I've experienced some. But what I'm talking about, it is a 1 Corinthians 2 9. 1 Corinthians 2 9. Look at it. But as it is written, I have not seen. I'm talking about 11th February 2 17th February. That week is a supernatural week. I receive it. What type of testimonies am I talking about? Something you have not seen before. Jeez. Look, God, eh, God, as I've worked with him, he has done for me things I've seen before. Oh, yes. Some of my testimonies, I can say, I can tell you, when I first saw, he did it the same. The same. He does things we've seen. If it's exams, he will let you pass miraculously. There are many exams I have passed, miraculously passed. I was to fail, I passed. I was to fail, I passed. I'm sure you can also talk about a contract you shouldn't have had, Jeez. that you had. We shouldn't have had that you had or some blessing but this one this one you have not seen some before yes this one your ears have not heard some before amen 
This one has not entered into your heart before. Amen. I need us to go back to 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 3. Quickly. Father, let my faith in the prophetic word Jesus grow, grow. today. Tomorrow. Yes. Next week. Yes. And if you have time, you can smuggle in visions and dreams. Amen. Lord, give me a vision. Yes. Give me a dream. Yes. That establishes me. Jesus. That makes me strong in my yes. faith. Is there anybody ready yes. to roll a roller coaster ride? Yes. We are oh, about to pray. Father, give me a faith that grows. Jesus. And grow it on visions and dreams. Oh, yes. Take me into the supernatural. Yes. Supernatural. 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 Begin to clap your hands and pray right now. we are going to pray again i don't feel that you are praying well we are going to pray again look satan will not throw any rubbish at you some of you you are like a vulture you eat rubbish oh yes you eat rubbish interestingly today i'm going to talk about what you eat jesus yeah what is rubbish any nonsense the devil throws at you i'm going to lose my job yes because last week they sacked seven people but you can stand and say seven have gone i will stand and see the salvation of the Lord. yes Tell me, but I don't eat rubbish. I don't eat rubbish. I don't eat rubbish. I don't eat rubbish. You are somewhere, you hear that the, the, the bus your sister was traveling in has had an accident and 16 people have died. You stand up and say, My sister is alive and is standing by the roadside. By faith. Yes. If you don't jack up your faith, eh, Satan will feed you with rubbish. Yes. One sister, her husband came to her and told her that he has fallen in love with another woman. He is going to marry her. 
and the sister told somebody and said he is joking Jesus I love that girl she's not a vulture at all she doesn't eat rubbish yes said he's joking he said we are here I give him is it two or three months he will come back to his senses Jesus the sister called me again last week said in another region my husband called me back and said that what he said he has discovered that the woman is very evil Hey, and 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 he knows that Satan entered him, but he is coming to kneel down, Jesus, and beg. Hey, please forgive me. Hey, I won't. I, I, I'm sorry. I did that, but you are the one. I'll marry you, even if I die. You will still be my wife. He was joking. Yes. Anybody who is being served with rubbish jesus evil report yes about your finances jesus about your child yes about your wife jesus about your business yes about your church yes say minus me minus me minus me minus me clap your hands and pray jesus my own is marriage your own may be your ministry your own may be your daughter I don't know your own minus me Jesus Jesus not my not my marriage not my son look look even if you enter your son's room and you see him with Indian hand smoking believe it that he's a pastor yes I'm saying that don't eat any rubbish as soon as you believe that your son is on Indian hemp, you have eaten rubbish. Mercy. Faith doesn't do that. That, that scripture I, we read, is it Romans 4.20? Yes. Yeah, you see. If you go back, you see that this man, go back. 19. Yes. 18. He believed that he will be the father of many nations. When? When did he believe? Next verse, 19. Being not weak in faith, you will not be weak in faith. Amen. He considered his own body 
now dead. He considered not his own body now dead. When he was a hundred years old. This is what I'm talking about. Don't eat hundred years old. Hundred years old is, is, is a blessing. It's beautiful. But in the area of impregnating your wife, hundred years is rubbish. That's right. I don't know if, if you are a, a little intelligent to, to understand. So Abraham, who blessed God for long life, but he refused to take in the age. And also, at that time, his wife, her womb was dead. But Abraham decided that I will not believe in the deadness of my wife. Yes. One pastor went to town. He went to church or some. No, no. I think it was an all night. From the way the story is. It looks like an all night. He got home in the morning. Wanting to eat and rest. As soon as he got home. True story. In Nigeria. His wife came and said. Sweetheart. I'm having a miscarriage. I'm having a miscarriage. She was bleeding. The pregnancy is coming out. The pastor shouted, It cannot be! It cannot be! Yes! Can I have my breakfast, please? Hallelujah! There was blood. He said, Because faith people don't look at the blood. Jesus. They look at the promise of God. Yes. It cannot be. It cannot. It cannot be. It cannot be. Today, that boy is a pastor. Jesus. That blood. The blood may come. But the baby will respond to the word of God. Amen. It cannot be. It cannot. Can I have my breakfast, please? The wife was shaking. She went and served the bread. He ate and slept. The baby remained. Somebody here, you are being tempted to believe in rubbish. Jesus. You are being tempted to believe in some rubbish about your life. Jesus. About your marriage. Jesus. About your daughter. Jesus. About your son. Jesus. About your business. Jesus. About your husband. Jesus. About your wife. Hey. Begin to clap your hands and say, Lord, 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 I refuse. I refuse. Even what I'm seeing. Your, your husband you saw him in the hotel with the woman your husband is in the hotel room with the woman so no, my husband doesn't like any woman it cannot be. Can I have my breakfast? Pray. Satan will never feed you. Yes, only the word of God will feed you. 
Only the word of God will feed you. Only the word of God. You won't receive. You won't believe rubbish. Rubbish about your daughter. Rubbish about your son. Rubbish about your business. Rubbish about your education. Even if you see 20%, believe that you pass. Jesus. Lift your hands. Satan did not know that. He thought church was going to be just some. But he didn't know that. We were entering into power hour. Lift your hands and thank God for what you are taking home. Yes. Thank you. You are taking it back home. Somebody here, you came here to take your business back home. Yes. You came here to take your business back oh, home. Oh, yes. Somebody, you came here to take your beloved oh. back home. Yes. Shut up. Somebody is going with healing. Jesus. Ha, you keep watching. Lift your hand. Devil can. Your, 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 your weapon is faith. Yes. Your protection is faith. Yes. Your everything, access. Jesus. Is faith. Thank yes. you. I am passing my exam. Oh, yes. I am passing it. I am passing it. I got 20% last week. I am passing it. Jesus. Somebody used to write exams and get and fail. One day I told her, I said, your story will change. Yes. The next time she sent the result, it was A, 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 A. Jesus. Lift your hands and take, take something home. That's why we come to church. We come to church to take something home. We come to church. We come to church. Father, yes. We thank you. Thank you. For what you've given us. Oh, yes. We bless you. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Oh, let's give a clap offering to Jesus this morning. Are you ready for a miracle? Are you ready for a miracle? Then give the Lord a shout of praise. your day for a miracle today is your day for a change today is your day for a miracle today is your day for a change I'll sing it again Today, it's your day for a miracle. Today, 
is your day for a change. Oh, today is your day for a miracle. Today is your day for a change. Remember that woman with a niche you were blind. Suffered so many long years without her But then she heard that Jesus Was coming into town that day Then she made up her mind I've got to have my miracle Today is your day for a miracle Today is your day for a change. Do you believe it? Say today is your day for a miracle. Today it's your day for a change. Remember that man standing by the troubled water. Suffered 38 long years without help. No, he didn't have it. But then came Jesus, saying, Would you be helped today? Take up your bed, arise, arise. Help is here today. Oh, just like that man, the help of God is here right now. I say, Today is your day for a miracle. Oh, today is your day for a change. Oh, today is your day for a miracle. Believe it today is your day for a change. Not yesterday, it's not tomorrow, but it's here right now. The word of God is here. I know you'll be healed today. Provision is coming to you, deliverance is coming to you today, 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 today. Not yesterday, not yesterday, not yesterday. Today is your day, it's your day, it's your day for a miracle. If you believe it, sing with me, say Today is my day for a miracle Oh, today is my day for a change Say today is my day for a miracle Today it's my day for a turnaround. Oh, today is your day for a miracle. Yes, today 
It's your day for a change. Amen. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Today is your day. Amen. Are you excited to be in church? Oh, can I hear your excitement? Hallelujah! Amen. Wow. Psalm 119 verse 2. The Bible says, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies. Amen. And that seek him with their whole heart. Hallelujah. Today you are going to be blessed in this place. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And to start with, we want to put our hands together and welcome our brother Carl Dawona to give us a powerful testimony. Well, put your hands together. Wow. Carl. Hallelujah. Amen. You are welcome. Thank you. Wow. What is your testimony? Wow. Um, my testimony will sound crazy, but please try and believe it. Yeah, it will sound crazy, but try and believe it. Um, um, I've been enjoying this blessing for about three months now. But when we started, Bishop started this new service, and he preached about faith, I suddenly believed that, no, God was the one doing what he was doing in my life. Wow. Yes. So what is the testimony? So um, it started with, um, I was working somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then my dad called me that he wanted to start something himself. So then I had to resign from my old place and work on my dad's whatever he wanted to start. So um, I left the job in August. So I started working on things for my dad. But after just about a month, we encountered a few problems. So it looked like I was now unemployed. Hey. Yes. So Just like that? Yes. Yes. So... Um, I told my sister, my sister knew I was now sort of unemployed at home. So he told me about his boss in town who had a certain job Mm -hmm. and wanted a trustworthy person to do the job for him. Wow. Yes. So my sister told the boss that, oh, I have a brother. He's a pastor. And I said, don't go and say I'm a pastor. I'm not a pastor. Hey, I'm just a shepherd. I see somebody calling you a pastor. Because you see, the title of a pastor is too great that when it is conferred on you, whether you like it or not, you have no option than to choose a person. I see the Lord putting such an honor upon you. Receive it! Yeah, so um, he told the man about me. So the man called me. Hey, yes. The man called Yes. The one I was going to work for called me. You did not call? No, 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 I didn't call. You, the man, he called me. And what happened? So he said, oh, your sister told me uh, about you and I mean, I, I trust you. I, he has not seen me before. He said, I trust you. Said so, by word of mouth. Yes. So um, I told him, okay. Um, and I'm, I don't... I don't think I will encourage anyone to do what I did. I told him to give me two weeks to think about it. Hey! Yes. You are bold. 
So what happened? So, <laughs> so after two weeks, I didn't call him. And he called me again and said, Oh, but I told you I'll give you a job. So why are you doing that? <laughs> that will be your testimony. So um, after that, I told him, um, You give me the next day, I'll call you. Mm. And I said, So I, I sat down with my wife and I said, The way this man is pestering me, I don't know what he's trying to do. Okay, you let's just accept it. So my wife said, Then go ahead the next day, call him and tell him you'll do the job. So I called him. When I called him, he said, Great, 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 great. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you've accepted my, uh, my whatever to come and do the job. So we met three days later. He had drafted a letter wow. of appointment and everything. Hey. So I met him. He, he told me, I'll pay you this and all of that. So three days into the job, he took me to where we were supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And the facility we were supposed to use had a little problem with the assembly. So the, it means we couldn't start working. Meaning you could not start work? No, no, no. I couldn't start work. Wow. Yes, I couldn't start work. So he told me, okay, you no problem. I'll work that thing out. So you stay at home and wait for me. I'll be sorting things out. So the whole of November, he was still working on it. So I, I didn't go to work for the whole of November. Immediately was 24th. He called me. He said, oh, I want to meet you. So I met him at my junction. I live just here, Fafra. He met me with his a check for my monthly salary work. I said, oh. <laughs> Somebody, you didn't hear it. If you heard it, you would not be sitting down. Wait, 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 wait. Now listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen, listen. You did not hear it. This young man here told, was called for a job. He did not call looking for a job. When he was given the offer, he said, give me two weeks. After two weeks, he went to the work place. There was a problem. He could not start work. Then what happens? At the end of the month, he called you again. And said, oh, I want to meet you. He didn't say he was coming to pay me. I want to meet you. Yes. So he just said, I wanted to meet you. So I went there, not knowing that he was about to pay yeah, so after sitting with him, we, we discussed a few things. Oh, don't worry. I'll work the thing out for you. Don't worry. We'll work. We'll no, work. it's not true. What he gave you was postdated. It was not your salary. Meaning when you work, or better free. No. What are you saying? I'm serious. That's okay. what happened. So he paid you. So he paid me. He said, oh, this is your salary for November. So and then so when when he said that I was confused, and then my sister has also told him that I was a trustworthy person. So I thought maybe he was trying to trick me. So I said, No, my boss, I haven't worked. So why are you paying me? He said, I said I'll pay you. Hey. So he just gave me the check. They will force it on you, yeah. whether you like it or not. They will force it on you. Receive it. I say receive it. And you took it. I took it. So I had no option than just to take their check. So I took it. I cashed it. And I mean, I went to my mean. Yeah, I have a baby, so I sorted a few things out. That's good. I sorted a few things out at home. So, yes, um, I was also praying that things will work out for him. 
Because if he has been this good to me, I haven't worked. He has paid me. Then I must also try and pray for the work, for things to go on well. So in December, um, December 1st, we, we, he calls me a lot of times. We talk. So he was still telling me oh, things will work. But the whole of December, I realized still things weren't working. You were at home? I was still at home. Hey. Yes. So I was, I, I was a little worried. But in December, I closed my mind because I knew December, I hadn't done anything at all. So I was there on the 23rd. He called me. He said, oh, I'm on my way to work, so meet me at the junction. <laughs> there is something about the junction. May somebody corner you at the junction. Receive your junction meeting. Receive your junction meeting. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. Wow. So this time around, what happened at the junction? So he met me again. As usual, he will say, oh, don't worry, things will work out. And trust me, I'm saying things will work. This, this is a great work we're about to start. And then when he was about to leave, he dropped the check again. Hey. <laughs> it's not true. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? I cannot hear you. Do you believe it? Then it is happening to you. Receive it. So, two months. No work. You have been sleeping by your wife. No work. But you have been paid. God is giving somebody here money you have not worked for. Gifts you have not worked for. You did not receive it. Anything you have not worked for, God is giving it to you. Receive it. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I have another one to say. So I'm not done. So in January, <laughs> so in December, he paid me. He said, Oh, Charlie. Have fun with the family. It's Christmas, so you must enjoy yourself. So we had some. Is it not too nice? Yeah. May somebody tell you, have fun with your family. At the back, it is for you. I like the way you are receiving it. Take it! You will also enjoy your family. Say, it is for me. Wow. So, um, in January, as usual, he called me. We had a few discussions and said, come to my office. He works at um, Airport City. He's a, a UT manager. But you know, because of the issue, yeah, but he still works there. So I went to his office. We had a discussion. He said, oh, finally, maybe in April, things will start working now. I said, okay. So we sat down. We did a few calculations. When I was about to leave, he said, oh, I'm paying for, Je- for January also. <laughs> hey, are you sitting down? You will be receiving more and more and more. Receive it. Somebody receive it. Say it is for me. Take it. There's no one like you. Wow. Jesus. Wow. November. November. December. You didn't work. You took money. I took money. <laughs> I wish I would have such a testimonial. I receive it. December. You didn't work. You received money. January. So many three months leave with salary. Lord is giving somebody here a three month vacation with a salary. Receive it. 
You did not hear it. I said receive it. Say it is for me. Wow. So, um, I've been thinking about it, but I suddenly I just sat down one day and said, no, this thing is not normal. It can only be God. It can only be God. So, I must come and testify. And when I was about to come, recently I realized when people testify, I mean, people know it. A few people who have testified, it looks like they've left the church. I said, it's not going to happen to me. Amen. I will testify about it. Amen. Yes. 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 So God bless you. Yes. Wow. So so we thank God. And I I want to encourage everyone here. I'll say, um, when Bishop is trying to raise you up as a shepherd or a leader or anything, it's for your own good. Yes. He doesn't get anything from it. You benefit from it. Yes, because my sister, I mean, if he, she knew I was a thief, she wouldn't rec- recommend me. Jesus. Yes. So she wow. knew, no, my brother was a correct guy. That's what I'm recommending. Put so your God, hands together. God, and as you put your hands together, I see the Lord giving you such a crazy testimony. One month pay, two months pay, three months pay, without no way. Say, I receive it. Wow. Are you ready for a second testimony? This one is from a student. He says, Daddy's last Sunday's violent service has worked for me. <laughs> last Saturday, I went to Mampon Town to buy something. Just as I was coming back to school, something jumped against my chest. And suddenly, I started experiencing weakness all over my body. Most especially, my mind. Say to your neighbor, Hey, I have not enjoyed how my mind has worked since Saturday through to Monday afternoon. Just Monday evening, I downloaded the podcast. And as I was through with the service, my mind and body regained life. And now, by the grace of God, I am fine and doing well in school. Are you sitting down? Whatever the enemy has used against you, as you listen to the podcast, as you download it, I see you receiving help. I see you receiving healing. I see you receiving deliverance. In the name of Jesus, any attack of the enemy will not work. Say, I receive it. What a shock. His mind. Hey, you go and buy something. Then suddenly something jumps at you. Then you go off. That will not be your story. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, as for me, I will not go off. My mind is intact because by the grace of God, the words of the anointed is healing me, is healing my soul in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together. For such a powerful testimony. Hallelujah. Are you ready? 
for our final testimony. Put your hands together and let's welcome our sister Nana Efia Adade. Wow. Oh, I cannot feel your hand clap. Wow. She is popularly known as Beautiful Nana. Is she not beautiful? Put your hands together. As you clap, you will also be beautiful. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Beautiful Nana, what is your testimony? Hallelujah. Um, my testimony is about how God used our father, Bishop Ogo, to give me my 24-hour miracle. Amen. Hey. <laughs> so, last week, as we were in the service, he was prophesying, we're all receiving our own, I was sitting at the back there. And week upon week, he's been releasing letters, and I've been expecting mine for some time now. Hallelujah. So, it all started last year, 2017. Before I resumed work, I had a promotion, and it was supposed to start in November. And November, December, January, nothing. We're following up. Oh, we've sent it, and our department were in two sections. So the first section, they've received their own announcement has come. We've been following up. And then they told us they've sent it, it's gone. I said, wow, well, we are working. Then last Sunday, Bishop said that somebody's here. Mm -hmm. Your letter for the past three months has been hiding somewhere. And that's tomorrow, Monday. You received that letter. Hallelujah. And then Monday, I was, in, I was at work doing my usual stuff. Nothing happened. I said, well, Tuesday. He said Tuesday too. So I said, well, maybe Tuesday. So Tuesday, I made some arrangement with my boss for out of shepherding. So I was on my way coming when I had a call that my boss has been, our old boss has been looking for me since Monday. I didn't know why she was looking for me. So Wednesday when I went, she told me that she had my letter and that she's been looking for me and I was nowhere to be found. Hey! Are you sitting down? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. You came to church. Yes. The man of God preached. Yes. Before he preached, he prophesied. Yes. Were you in church last week? Did you hear the prophecy? Okay. So now hold on. We want to do verification check. Tell your neighbor, check. check. Please, can you play the prophecy? I am ending a three-month siege. A three-month siege. I'm ending it. Somebody's letter has been lying somewhere. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We are going to celebrate. It is a demonic siege. Jesus. Tomorrow, Monday. Yes. And it is tomorrow because today is not a working day. I am ending it three months. Put up that testimony line. Something that has been blocked for three months. That is January, December, November. Come, you come and tell your story. Amen.
Are you standing there? Wait, 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 wait. I am confused. I, 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 I don't believe it. Three months siege is ending. Jesus. Did it happen to you? Yes, it did. January. December. November. Yes. And you are saying that just last week. Monday. Monday. Yes. Your letter. Yes. Came to you. Yes. Through the prophetic word. Yes. Somebody, are you standing there? Why would you give the Lord a shout? Why would you celebrate the greatness, the goodness of God in this house? Give the Lord a shout. Praise the Lord for such a prophecy. The prophecy you believe is happening to you. I see anything what seed being entered in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Any demonic siege, we end it now. Say in the name of Jesus. Wow. Hey. So as you are standing here, I'm too blessed. That will be your testimony. You'll be too blessed. Say I am too blessed. Wow. So I just want to encourage everybody here that. When the word is spoken from the altar, believe it. No matter what it is, just know that once God has said it, it will come to you. Wherever you are, Bishop said that it's a crazy service. So don't be too diplomatic. Catch it like, like your life depends on it. Jesus. And I know that tomorrow, next week, you two will be standing here to give your testimony. No, no, no. She said it's a crazy service. Can I see some crazy people? Some people running here. Some people jumping, some people shouting, giving the Lord a shout, give the Lord a shout. You can lift your chair, you can jump, you can shout, you can run, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. your feet and keep the Lord a praise. We make Lift up your voice and sing that song this morning. That is who you are. Live it. God is making a way for you. You shall receive your miracle. Give the Lord a Please take your seat. Listen, when you come to this service, push away every form of diplomacy. Amen. If, 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 if the person standing by you is trying to intimidate you, ignore the person. Oh, yes. There's no time to please anyone. It is between you and God. That's all. Hallelujah. Are we not blessed? Oh. Put your hands together for the Lord. I've been encouraged by the testimonies. Hallelujah. We shall also give you a testimony. Amen. And let's put our hands together and welcome our sister, 
and now to bless us with a powerful song this morning hallelujah hallelujah this morning someone say the name of Jesus the name of Jesus is more powerful than cancer is higher than any disease in your body is powerful than any situation and this morning we want to call on that name of Jesus and your life will never be the same amen Majestic is your name, oh Lord, in all the earth. Your name is strong and mighty, your name is glorious and great. In him we are saved. The name of Jesus, heaven are the name. Of all kings, no other name must this. The name of Jesus, higher than other names. Our friend, Omega, no other name must be. Sweet perfume poured upon my soul. In your name we overcome. In your name there's victory. Your name is powerful. The name of Jesus, higher than other names. King of the King. Oh, 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 Jesus. Jesus. 
Before they serve the food, they even give you your takeaway. Something to take home. So as your hands are lifted up now, Jesus, you are receiving your takeaway. Amen. Everybody who meets you this week will know that you came to a church service. Amen. You will have something to show. Amen. Receive something to take away. I receive it. May a door be opened to you. Amen. A door which has been closed by a wicked man for one year. Jesus. A wicked man has shut a door for one year. Jesus. Today, you are receiving a key in your hand. Amen. I said you are receiving a key in your hand. Amen. And that door is opening in Jesus' name. Amen. That door is opening in Jesus' name. Amen. How do I know it is opening because that key has been with that man but what he that man doesn't know is that god has changed the lock jesus so he is no more in charge of that door yeah. somebody here god is replacing the lock in the door that has been shut jesus suddenly a place you had no access to. Suddenly, that door is opening to you. Amen. That door is opening to you. Amen. Because of technology, these days, thank you, Jesus. These days, you can stand before a door and just your iris, your eye, can use your eye you look into something and the door opens they look into your eye so you don't even need to hold a lock the door but, but I'm sure you know that before the Germans created automatic doors it already existed in the book of Acts wow Automatic doors are doors which you don't need to hold and open. I'm, 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 I'm speaking prophetically about doors Prophesy. that have been closed. I'm not, listen, very, very, please listen intelligently. I'm not talking about opportunities that will be given you, like a blessing. Somebody will give you favor. Those exist. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm speaking specifically of doors that are shut 
you know that this door has been shut. I am not talking about breakthroughs. Some wild miracle has happened. Wow. No, I'm talking about a door that has been shut. God is changing the lock and also modifying the door to be an automatic door. Amen. An automatic. So this door, which we see in the book of Acts, the first time we see such a door was in the prison. Wow. Where Peter was lying. Jesus. And the angel smote him mm. and took him by his hand. Mm. And the angel told him to wear his sandals. Jesus. And took him from the inner court mm. to the outer court. Yes. Then they met a door which had been locked mm. and padlocked Jesus. by a man. Hey. But when Peter arrived at the door, Jesus. the Bible says, and the door, the door opened to them of its own accord. Hey. I prophesy that a door, you will not need to hold the handle. Jesus. You will not need to have an interview. Yes. That door will open of its own accord. Amen. Any door you know about, Jesus. business door, yes. marital door, yes. Spiritual door, yes. an opportunity. Yes. You know about it. Yes. It has been closed. Yes. It has been blocked. Yes. Today, Jesus. I open it. Amen. Wow, Professor, I open it. I open it, and it's a one, one year old door. One year old though, that is a twin. This one is a bit of an euphemism. Like something is not very clear. When I say one year old though, I mean that door was shut in 2017. It's not about like January. It's 2017. It may even be December. But there is an opportunity, something for you at the door, somebody held the door and shut it. Jesus. And the person was able to shut it because he had the key and he locked it. So you've been locked out. But I believe in miracles. Hey! I said, I believe in miracles. I believe if a carpenter can change the lock of a door, Jesus, then right now in this service, God is changing the lock. Amen. I said, God is changing the lock. Amen. That hand which is lifted up, it's receiving the keys. Jesus. Any 2017 door, professor, that was shut in your face. Yes. Today marks the day. Of transfer of keys. Amen. Jesus. Suddenly, I don't know what to say, but I just feel I should ask you to lift your hands. Jesus. 
God is destroying something the devil did in 2017. Yes. Please listen carefully. Don't, don't press a key. Quiet. God is destroying something the devil built in 2017. Anything that existed in your life in 2017, access denied, something blocked, favor taken away, somebody crossed you, something was taken away, you didn't get something, anything that that happened in the year of our Lord, Anno Domini 2017. This service, Jesus. God puts this service together to reverse 2017 debacles. Amen. Somebody here, there is some money that should have come to you as some like some back pay, something pay money, pay something pay money. And you've begun the year because it's over. You didn't get it last year. So this year you are going to work hard and it is going to come. But suddenly somebody in an office decides that no. I'll give it back to you. Amen. So you are going to clap your hands and take back what has been taken from yes. you. Clap your hands and pray. You are getting it. You are getting it. It is coming back to you. Receive it. I receive it. It may be your help. It may be peace in your marriage, love from your wife, love from your husband. I'm talking about any 2017 door that was shut. I feel anointed to reverse it. Yes. Your son, your child, your daughter, take it back. Supernatural. It's supernatural. It's supernatural. It's supernatural. It's supernatural. It's supernatural. Thank you, Lord. I hear it is done. Amen. So, you two, we are waiting for you to come and tell your story. Amen. You will have a story to tell. Amen. The next testimony you hear on this stage will be bizarre. Amen. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to sign me. Lord, sign me. Lord, sign me. Sign me up. Sign me up. Let me enter into the realm of bizarre. Yes. Supernatural. Yes. Happenings. Yes. Sign me up. Bizarre. 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 
bizarre. bizarre. We are not Rutus. we are not talking about one no, plus Rutus. one equals two. Yes. We are talking about one plus one equals sixteen. Yes. I said we are not talking about one plus one equals two. Yes. The order of testimonies you are about to share are testimonies that cannot be believed. Yes. Cannot be believed. Yes. Receive it now. Receive it. Father, we thank you for the beautiful things you've done for us today. In Jesus' name, you may please be seated. We, we are just touching the word of God briefly and close. I sense in my spirit that a certain breakthrough has already been accomplished. So today is not a long teaching, you know, exegetical presentations. Today is just, I'm telling you something. I, I was sharing with you, or I have been sharing uh, about good things. Good things. And I'm continuing. But I'm telling you something. Today is just something short. Because uh, unlike last week when I, I talked about three, four things, today I'm talking about only one thing. And uh, that thing is super prophetic. Super prophetic. Super prophetic. I'm having a meeting with a, a service this evening with the Basenta leaders and overseers. Make sure you are here. It is super prophetic. Super prophetic. And um, what is happening is that your environment is being renewed. Yes. I'm not talking about a change in your accommodation or having a new car or a new house. Where you are, God is changing your environment. So someone here, I I, I just saw an office, furniture being taken out and furniture being brought in. Some men are holding a table and they are taking things out of the office. You know, normally, when there's promotion, normally in in the corporate world, you are moved to a new office. Because the offices are there. So, if you are from whatever to MD, there's an office for the MD. So, when you are promoted, maybe from a clerk to whatever, stenographer, grade 3. There's a room. There's a place where they... So, in many cases, most cases, promotion goes with a, a movement to a new office. But what I'm seeing now is a promotion, but it's not a new office. It's the same office, but they are changing the environment that is around you. They are moving things and bringing things in. So, when you see somebody's office door open, and things are being taken out and new things are being brought in you may think they are just changing furniture but somebody's salary is being doubled somebody who wasn't driving a company car is getting a company car 
there is a level of favor that is blanketing somebody's life. That will make your life beautiful to behold. Receive it now. Now, what I'm talking about today concerns one very important good thing that as your pastor, I must talk about. I cannot be quiet about it. Neither can I assume that it happens to everyone. That's why today I'm using airtime, prime time, to talk about something that looks very unnecessary. When I start talking about it, you'll be surprised that a grown-up pastor like me will be talking about this. But it is deeply prophetic. It means more than what I'm talking about. God satisfies us with good things. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Is there anybody who wants to eat some good things of the land? You know, the land, the land may have a municipal chief executive. The land may have a district chief executive. The land may have a member of parliament in charge physically. The land may have a prime minister or a president in charge. But there are certain things in the land that will not be given to you by the MC. You, may, you don't need to know the DC. If you know God, he will come down and take the good things of the land and put it in your hands. Somebody's bowl is getting full right now. Somebody's bag is getting full right now. Amen. God, it, it is not... Look, there are many sources of things in our lives. A lot of the things come from heaven. But this one is not from heaven. But a hand from heaven. Jesus descends and takes things that are on the physical land you are yes. listen it's not only in heaven that there are good things that's right on earth there are good things yes but many have been blocked from you but today jesus you are receiving access to good things here here amen if ye be willing and obedient and i'm going to show you something you shall eat. So every land has got two types of people. Please, this is a short message, so listen to it carefully. It's so deep, yet it sounds so simple. In fact, some of you may be bored. But those with depth of spirituality will draw from the power in the word. But before I come there, I'm showing you something. That in every land, you went to school, not so. In every land, there are two types of people. Those who eat and those who are eating. Kadamosa, Rimini, Kato, Sabaya, Manda, Sakata, Baba. The first group 
are the blessed groups. Group. Those who eat are those who are blessed. Those who are eating are the cursed ones. In the church right now, there are two groups of people. Those who eat. And who are those who eat? They are those who are obedient. When pastor says, I have put you in a church service. There are some Basenta leaders, new, new, new ones. By the way, I was trying to make them into leaders, not knowing that their family demons would never allow them to be leaders. So I put some of them in sweet influences to be leaders there. They ran away to name it, claim it, to arrange chairs in Basenta's. You don't understand what I'm saying? I lifted them up to be leaders. By January, middle of January, they had run away to go back to what they were doing before. This year, if pastor says, come to church at 10 o'clock, what will you do? At what time? 10 o'clock. 10. Even come to church at 10 o'clock and your service hasn't started and you are sitting there. Ah, Amma, why are you sitting there? So, no, my pastor said church is at 10. I've come. I'm talking about those who will be eating. Now, those who are eating are those who come to church at 11.15. When the pastor says, Come to church on Tuesday. They won't come to church. God showed us that in every land there are two groups. The blessed group are the eaters, and the cursed group are the eating. The eaters are here. If ye be willing and obedient and flowing. You shall eat the good of the land. Wherever you are, you will eat the good of the land. We will see you handling the good things of the land. But the next verse tells us those who are eating. If you refuse and rebel, as if you are difficult and stubborn, you shall be eaten. Oh, are you are you educated? Did you go to school? A little education. Are you aware that devour means to eat? In fact, devour is stronger than eat. What I can liken devour to is to eat from a horizontal plate. Horizontal plate. You clear everything. Then you make the plate vertical. And you use your tongue. That you clean the plate and put it there. So if you want they come, they think it is washed. <laughs> to devour means not to leave one bone. If 
if you refuse and rebel, you will be eaten by the sword. I'm, I'm, I just felt angry in my spirit. Right now, I, I just felt some bitterness in my spirit. I think the anger is directed at somebody who is allowing himself to be eaten. What? Don't do that. It's a curse. Don't put yourself in a situation where in the same place people are eating the good of the land and you are being eaten by a sword. And God wanted to assure you that this is so prophetic. That these are the few places in the Bible where God signs under it. He says, for the mouth of Yahweh, Y-A-W apostrophe H, has spoken. It means you can never escape this. You flow, you eat. You rebel, you are eaten. So in this same church, where people are testifying of about miracles and promotion and letters are coming, some too, their story is that life is beating them. Losing businesses. The marriage is going down. When somebody, somebody sent me a text two days ago or so, he said, I'm making tea for my wife. I'm making tea. They've been married for this boy. I'm sure. I'm not sure, but 12 years. Minimum 10, about 10 years. No. Ah, this boy with the big buttocks, he's, he's, he's about 14 years old. So they have been married for about 15 years. He said, I am making tea for my wife. In the same church where husbands are making tea for their wives, there are husbands also who are beating their wives. I want to beg you not to join the rebels. Don't be difficult. Be like a fool. Literally, yes. Be like a fool. When I was having out of shepherding conference, I saw Dennis at the back there sitting there. He's not a shepherd. Are you a shepherd, sir? Are you a pastor, sir? No. It's a conference for pastors and shepherds. I mean, he's a church worker in a sense, but I wasn't expecting to see him. But he was sitting there. At the same time, somebody who is not a shepherd sitting in a shepherd's meeting, there were shepherds who had rebelled. This year, don't struggle to understand anything. People are either eating or they are being eaten. 
the best analogy is jollof rice with pork chops and Pepsi and some salad and some flowers and some nice meal, beautiful. And when you eat, you goy and you feel that your soul has come back. And then the other option is HIV. That is, you eat things, HIV or cancer, you eat things that make your skin nice, smooth, fresh, or a disease is eating you. There's a disease called the consumption. It consumes you. Nothing will consume you if you are willing and obedient. So today, I'm ending, as I said, it's a short something. It's so powerful that you will understand it. You understand why a grown-up like me will come to church and talk about this using airtime. Luke 16. Nineteen. One thing. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple. No, we are about to end. And fine linen. And fed sumptuously every day. Now, this is the picture of some of the good things that will be seen in your life this year. Because you are willing, you are obedient, you are stable, you are upright. You remember I gave you four keys? You remember four keys? Willing, obedient, Isaiah 1, 19, 20. Stable, Genesis 49, 4. Unstable as water, you shall not excel. Stable, you eat good things. The upright, Psalm 82, 12, 11, 12. Stable, upright. If these keys are in your hands, you will eat good things. Now, today, one of the good things I'm talking about is what you see in the story. Because, why do I say it's a good thing? Why is Luke 16, 19 a good thing? Why? Because Father Abraham, in verse 25, said that son also am I allowed to repeat myself in your service? So let me just repeat myself. Don't be a son in hell. Don't do that. Don't live a life that makes you a son in hell. Your father is in heaven and you are in hell. Your sister is in heaven but you are in hell. Abraham was in heaven but his son was in hell. Don't out of stubbornness, rebellion take your life to a place where you shouldn't be. If your father is in heaven, goodness gracious, 
in, 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 in the united denominations of the lighthouse churches. Our Father is in heaven, but there are churches in hell. Our Father's church, Bishop Dagwood Mills' church, is in heaven. But there are branches of the same denominations that is that are in hell. I'm happy that this church is not in hell. May the Lord help those branches whose pastors have led them to hell. How do you lead yourself to hell? When you walk away from the wisdom of your father. Oh, I'm preaching something there. This one is not part of the message. I don't know where it came from. This one is not part of the message. I'm surprised. I've never said such a thing before. Never be in a place you shouldn't be. Because when we see where your father is, we should be able to predict where you should be. How can your father be in heaven and he's calling son in hell? How can this Luke 15 prodigal son, your father is in the house eating Quaker oats. Is it Quaker oats or cocoa oats? Your father is, is it Quaker oats or cocoa oats? Quaker oats, oh sorry. Your father is in his house eating Quaker oats eating sandwiches, eating the best meal, and his son, Jesus, deliver us. His son is eating with pigs. Jesus. Speak. Tell her, don't do that. Tell her, friend, don't do that. Don't do that. If your father is in heaven, you should be there. When you come here, you see that where my father's church is is the same place my church is. Right. See. Many pastors cannot say what I have just said. Lighthouse churches in hell. Because the leader has led them to hell. That's why when you kneel down to pray, better pray that Lord always give me a good pastor. Always give me a good leader. May your leader, Isaiah 2, may your leader not be a child or a woman. So when I say a woman, I'm not talking about a female. In the Bible, there were children who were kings when they were children. When the Bible says, and a child shall lead them. It's not saying that children as in six year old, but grown ups who have the mentality of a child. They like toys, they like happiness, they don't anything that gives them pain. You should see when you are doing naming ceremony, uh, dedication. Yesterday I did some naming ceremony. Even the baby, just try, I, I, I took a baby and gave the baby to my wife to hold. She was crying. No, 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 no. You take me from my mother's arm. Some of you, you cannot leave any little comfort. When your leader cannot sacrifice, 
cannot go through difficulties. You don't have any idea where I have passed to be standing where I'm standing. The person you call your father, always ask yourself, are you where he is? I mean, how can you be in this church and have a basenta that is persistently five members and be under me? It means you are in hell. While I'm, I'm in heaven. Look at heaven. This is heaven. And even this one, we are going to upgrade heaven with new curtains. <laughs> Never be a son in hell. It's like when we see you, you look different from your father. Let me come back to my short message. So Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy, thy what? Oh, I can't hear you. Thy what? We are closing. Thy what? Thy what? Good thing. So Abraham is the one who made us understand that not knowing the rich man's lifestyle was at least the things he had were good things. God is not afraid of anybody. If what you have is bad, he will tell you it is bad. So what were the good things? Verse 19. Rich man, that it is good that we call you a soul, a rich man. It's not a sign of humility that we refer to you as a hustler pastor or an apalahala pastor. It's a good thing that we, when we are referring to you, even if you are short, we should refer to you as a rich man. And in this world, most of the rich men in this world are short. Few at all. Be encouraged. I prophesy that you will not be a beggar. Amen. Hey! Jesus. You will not be a beggar. That was David's prayer. I said, You will not be a beggar. I said, You will not be a beggar. And all of this is I'm saying they are rooted in willingness and obedience. That's right. And stability and uprightness. Yes. yes. He said, I have been young. Now I've, I'm old. I'm grown up. I've never seen the righteous man forsaken. Or his children are beggars. You will not be a beggar. Your child will not be a beggar. Amen. Receive the blessings of righteousness. I receive it. So let's end. Abraham told us the good things. Riches. So may they call you a rich man. And then your clothes. Yes, like this. Not gabardine. Like this. You see, when you pass your hand on it, you can feel the texture. 
the texture is different. It's different from this one. See, you can see that even the surface is undulating. The, the jacket is tired. Receive a new jacket. Professor. And don't tell me that God is not interested in the things you wear. When Jesus was describing the Father's love, one of the things he used to express love was the best robe. Bring him the best robe. Now, today... We are looking at and fed sumptuously. Uh, can I have the can I have the um, amplified or new, 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 new amplified, please? Yes. There was a certain rich man who habitually clothed himself in purple. Can you say habitually? Can you say habitually? Habitual. Listen to me. I prophesy that a day is going to come. You will not only wear nice clothes to church. Amen. You wear nice clothes to church. Yes. You wear nice clothes to sleep. Yes. Yes. In your house. Normal wear. Recently, I asked my wife, where are you going? She said, I'm at home. Hey. Seriously. Was it last week? Last week was out of shepherding. The week before. Or last week, Monday. It's recent. I said, oh, where are you going? So, oh, I'm at home. Now, why should be Biosha? Jesus. Ah! Receive fine clothes. I receive it habitually. Going for lectures, fine clothes. Amen. Going to work. Fine clothes. Amen. When we see you in the office, we will ask, is this girl a model being used in the office or she's Jeez. just a worker? Receive fine clothes habitually. I receive it. I receive it. And I am I have not twisted scriptures. Abraham said they were good things. And how do we you see Bible says by the mouth of two? Or more witness. So Abraham is saying good things. And Jesus himself in 15 says that. Bring forth the what? Best robe. But it has been amplified that not only it's not a Sunday wear. Yes. You will wear designer 90s. Prophesy. Designer pajamas. Amen. We see there'll be a label on your pajamas. MK, MK, MK. Jesus. Designer. Receive it now. I receive it. Why should a grown up like you wear jeans shorts to sleep? And yet. Ramoka Tabazika Lobasa. I receive it. Shande I receive it. You will be chosen because of your appearance. Amen. I said you will be liked because of your appearance. Amen. 
receive it now. I receive it. So, so some are asking, so Bishop, yeah, it's great, but I'm not working. How will I afford these things? Please try and come next week. Next week, I'll preach about things you have that you didn't buy. I am, I am using words to upgrade your life. Of course, as I'm talking about these things, some of you will not receive good clothes, but you receive good fashion sense. Yeah. That you won't dress like a psychiatric patient. Can we end the service? We are ending who, please sit down. We have a oh, service. We can stand. I said you can stand. Okay. There was a certain rich man. Okay, but, but you sit down now. Let's just end. Who habitually closed himself? And there are some people too. On the outside, they look powerful. But the panties has got holes in them. Jesus. You are a preacher. Mr. Peter, you are making me feel very bad. You think what I'm saying is not true, eh? In-depth preaching. I'm saying that we will not see you with a designer dress, but when you fall down, hey, and we see what is under. Say, ah, are you a kaka motobi or what what are you? Receive permanent and hundred percent. Habitual dressing. I take it one. I take it. Take it two. I take it. Take it three. I take it. If God were to come here today, he would preach exactly what I'm preaching. That's right. He's interested in the robe on you. Beautiful. Good ah, message. But have you, please sit down. Eh? Have you forgotten that even Jesus Christ, when Isaiah was prophesying about him, he didn't talk about only the blood he shed. He shed. Uh, he didn't talk about uh, the cross, only the cross. He also made mention of what he was wearing. Ah. You don't have a Bible? He didn't talk about just blood. When he was talking about Jesus in prophecy, one of the landmarks of Jesus was his garments. So, and they parted my garments. David, in the Psalms, they parted my garments. So the era of bend down shirts, bend down brazier, bend down skirts, bend down shoe. Hey, it's ending. Amen. It may it may not end till next year or next two years, but I prophesy definitely that it is ending. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. See, the reason why it's not just what you are wearing is that your marriage is in it. Yes. Your employment is in it. Your favor is in it. How you appear. How you appear before the king. The Bible says it. it it's, a, it, it, it's almost like a song. Everywhere. When Esther was going before the king, she just didn't go because she was a child of God. Or Her appearance was altered. So how you appear can determine whether you have a job or promotion. That's why I'm saying that. I'm supernaturally prophesying that the clothes on your back will change. 
And he reveled and feasted. Now, today's message, short messages, feasted. Today, I'm talking about one good thing in your life. That should be your diet. What you eat. Some of you, people don't like you. And they don't like you because of how your face is. When we were in infancy, one of my mates, he was almost killed by one of my classmates. He was so furious that he almost killed his classmate. A short boy by his mouth. He was angry. This guy was also a grown-up. And as he was insulting him, one of the things he said, your face, they bore God. He said, me, my face, they bore God. He held him by the... It's like, God, when God sees your face, he's bored. As I'm preaching now, I see faces. Luminous. Exciting. Refreshing smiles. Some of the faces, when I see... I feel relaxed. I, I get I get relaxed. And some I'm wondering whether he's wearing a mask. Yeah. Your face is crumpled like a kitchen foil. I'm serious. And it is because of nothing else but what you have been eating since you were born. No, why is it that you and your cousins who live in East Ligon, when they meet, you look like a Somalian pirate? If you know all of you as the you are cousins, have you not seen children five years, four years from Dodoa? And children, five years, four years from London. Jesus. When they come, different. You can tell that these ones are human beings. Oh yes. I, I, I know. Maybe you've not seen some before. Yes. You see somebody's face. The face is wizened, wizened. Some of you look prematurely aged. It's like your look, you look like a 58 year old man, but you are only 34. It's because of your what? Diet. Today, what God is doing is that He is changing your diet. I like it. 
I want to prove to you that the God who gave you a Bible and put tongues in your mouth is also interested in what you eat. Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Verse 11. Give us this day Makorabasata. Our what? Daily bread. Give us this day our what? Daily bread. These are the, some people came to Jesus to ask him to teach them how to pray to God. Some of you have said, when you are praying to God, say, Our Father in heaven, increase our basentes. Grant us new revelations from the Diggs Bible that we may know how to use the Thompson's chain references. Lord, at our crusades, let souls be born again and grant us a spirit that leads us to heaven always. And Lord, as we end the prayer, bring us angelic help that they may minister into our hearts the fear and the knowledge of you in all areas of our lives. Thank you, Father. But Jesus said, when you pray, say this, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom should come on earth as it is in heaven. After the kingdom issues, the next thing is your banku. Madaba. Anybody here who doesn't have lunch today, God will supernaturally provide lunch for you. I said, God will supernaturally provide lunch for you. Receive it now. I receive it. I'm not some canal pastor who has come and is leading a whole flock into canality. Jesus! Preach! Eating eating is part of your spiritual life. Amen. Even for us to remember Jesus Christ, he told us, he said, eat this one to remember me. That's why we have communion. We have spiritualized communion. We pour it into some golden chalice. These are all ancient tradition. We pour it into some golden chalices, hold it, make a cross with it. And so there was bread and ahe. Break and eat. It's a break and go. It's not this type of, you know wafer is fine and some cup you put something the bread you break like that shut real communion you eat and get satisfied preaching not a paper you put into your mouth but we do this for two reasons I don't have money to feed somebody like you hey that's why I told them, give them paper. Yes. You want big, big bread? 
Some of you, if I allow you to bring your stomach into the service, I'll have to sell lights or speakers to feed you. You have never eaten and left some before since you were born. That's how we use paper. Unleavened bread. But unleavened bread is not wafer. It's bread, but it's unleavened. It should be long and big. You break, you eat. Then you pour the bread. It's like, eat it. Do this in remembrance of me. When Jesus wanted us to remember him, he didn't say we should pray to remember him. Can you imagine somebody who doesn't have money to buy bread and wine? It means that person cannot remember Jesus. So, so your diet, some of you, your, what you eat is what has made you canal. Or what you can't get to eat. You can't remember that I said what you cannot get to eat can lead to God being off your mind. Or you don't understand English. He said, eat this to remember me. So what if you don't have money to buy anything to eat? It means you can't remember Jesus. So he said, when you pray to God in heaven with the stars, say to him that on earth, give me banku to eat. Even David said, don't make me too poor that I will steal somebody's food and eat and cast your name in vain. God is interested in what you eat. Now, do you know something? What you eat is not just what you eat. What you eat can be a reflection of your promotion. There is a certain place in the office, level in the work, in the company, where lunch is provided. Lunch. They go to the office and, in fact, there's a canteen there where they eat. While others eat, they are outside. They They go and buy their food. So when you see someone eating something, it's not just a symbol of nutrition, but it's actually a representation of a certain level of life. I prophesy that what you eat is changing. Some of you will start eating three course meals. Amen. Two course meals. Amen. Four course meals. Amen. Not because God wants to teach you how to eat three courses, but your level of promotion Jesus. will force you to learn how to eat three course meals. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Somebody here, you will remember me when some of your seniors or bosses come from abroad and they are going to have lunch at Kempiski and they call you. I want to pray for all of you that everybody here will know how to eat with fork and knife and spoon. Lift your hands. Father, Father, show them show me. how to eat with fork and knife and also different sizes of spoons, different sizes of forks. Teach them because, Father, one of these days, they will be called. Many of us here are Mephibosheths.
But one of these days, a king will call us to sit before a king. I hear in the spirit, some of you here, you'll be sitting with a millionaire to eat. I don't know whether it's in a restaurant or an aeroplane. But receive the ability to eat with kings. Receive it now. I receive it. When I talk about diet, I'm not, I'm, it's not because I like food. But I'm prophesying your promotion. Prophesy. Somebody here, your boss, in that big company. I beg you, please put up the testimony hotline. Lagosa. I beg you, your boss will call you among about 400 workers and say to you, I want to have lunch with you. As soon as it happens, share your testimony with us. Because as soon as you share it, it will mark the beginning of lunches and dinners. Let me repeat myself. I want to repeat myself. Some of you here, your, when I say your boss, I'm not talking about your, like your superior, your supervisor. Somebody here, the boss I'm talking about is the, is the top owner from Spain. Right. Top owner. He will come to Ghana and for a reason, he will invite you among five people. He will invite you to sit down and eat. Now, remember that such an invitation is part of your favor package. Father, if somebody is going to be called, may somebody at the back, somebody in front, may you be found eating something you have not eaten before. May the Lord prepare a table before you. A good shepherd who, and that is God, he prepares a table before you. In the presence of your own education, in the presence of your, of your low rank in the office, may he like, may he like Mephibosheth, may he make you sit with kings, receive a dietary invitation. Please sit down. Professor. When God. So expect it. Invitations. Invitations. Not by area boys. But invitations. You will see. And you must also know how to dress well. So I am by this service informing you that I came here today with a word of prophecy for you. To lift your life up. Whatever level your life is at right now, Jesus. you are moving four levels higher. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Prophesy. Also, when I talk about diets, I'm not only talking about your promotion. I'm also speaking now about your health. There is something supernatural going to happen to someone here. In about a month from now, you are going to meet someone who will tell you what to eat 
to solve a particular health problem you have. So when Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread, our daily bread, my daily bread for, for, for a 24-year-old is different from the daily bread of a 62-year-old. May a 62-year-old not eat the daily bread of a 16-year-old. So I'm saying that, and, and that is what David said. He said, give me, he said, feed me with food convenient for me. Convenient for me. Food which is compatible to my academic excellence. Food which is compatible to my age. Food which is compatible to my health status. Yes. Some of you have got certain health conditions. You can't eat what you're supposed to eat because you can't buy it. Minya, when Jesus said, okay, give us. He said, remove far from me, Solomon. Vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. See, this riches, remember who is speaking of? <laughs> so when, when, when Solomon is talking about riches, the man, a man who in his time, gold and silver were like stones. It's not talking about, it's talking about the riches that make a person a fool. This man who says, make, make me neither poor nor rich, he was sitting on the, the chair he sat on was made of pure gold. The man who is saying God shouldn't make him rich, read your Bible and look at the animals he killed every day. How many cows? Plenty cows. Look for it for me. I'm saying that you must put things into context. The man, a man who kills 20 cows every day. (laughs) From today, you will not eat nice food only on your birthday or Christmas. I'm, I'm blessing somebody right now. So I'm blessing somebody right now. I said, I'm blessing somebody right now. You will not eat good food, nice food, only on Christmas, only on your birthday, but habitually. Habitually. That says God will give you the ability to go to a hotel anytime to have a three-course meal. Receive it. How many cows? Ten fat oxen. First Kings four twenty-three. A man who once a year? No, every day. How do you know? And Solomon's provision for one day was thirty measures of fine flour and three score measures of meal. That's a carbohydrate. Then protein. Ten fat oxen and twenty oxen out of the pastures and a hundred sheep. Ten fat and then now the bush meat is coming. <laughs> Hats and robux and fallow deer and fatted fowl. That's a guinea fowl. 
Can you clap your hands? Ten fat oxen. That is, and then they bring twenty oxen out of the pastures. Hundred sheep. Every day. So if this man is saying, don't make me rich. (laughs) At least you have a right to ask for this level of diet. Receive it now. Parazabakata. Shababa. There's a young man here. This year, you will start killing goats in your house. Amen. I said you will start killing goats. Amen. Put up the hotline. Write that. Write the number down. Everybody, write this number down. Write it down. Jesus. It's not today. William is here. He's at the back. My son. I I I will send him to go to Bulga. Is it Wa or Bulga? Bulga, yes. Before my cows crossed the border, they didn't come back. <laughs> yeah. We kill the animals and we bring it down south. Killing of sheep is is is, is oh goats, pigs. I mean, it's normal, normal. My problem is to not eat some things. And I'm saying that 2018, some of you will start killing animals. The era where you go to the market and weigh meat, put in a deep freezer, is ending. You will kill it and put it in your own deep freezer. By the time the meat is finished, a new one has come. Amen. You kill. By the time you finish, a goat has come. Amen. Receive it. I receive it. Feed me with food. Can you lift your two hands, please? We are closing the service. Listen, listen, listen. They are 20 year olds, 34. They are CEOs. I mean, Please put your hand down. It's wrong. For a CEO, MD of a bank, big man who attends international conferences every two weeks, we come to your house and you have removed your shirt, sitting in your veranda and there's an asanka in front of you and a towel. It's not convenient. It's not, it's not right. No, there's a level where you can't you can't you can't wear khaki shorts, bare chested, your stomach is shining, and you are with a sanka in front of you, and your house help is fanning you, MD of a bank. No, you must be in an air conditioned restaurant and calling it little. You, 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 when you enter, say, oh, uh, there is buffet. Say, no, no, I don't want. I want a la carte. A la carte. Not alasa, alakat. Ah, what's, what, what's alasa? Read. You see, when we say feed me with food convenient for me, it means that listen, look, 
look, let me tell you. I'm not here to like lie to you or make you feel. No, some of us here have got diabetes. Some have got hypertension. Some have got some physical illness. Some are 54 years. Some are 56 years. Some are 28 years. And I mean, if you are 28 years, Malta Guinness with every meal is standard. 24, 23, 24, 25. Like in it, Kenke, Malta Guinness, Fanta, Coke. I mean, Coke with your meal, standard. Those of us who are 50 something, we can't be drinking Coke with our meals. But we also, there's a certain level of diet, very exquisite, very, very fine, lean meats, well marinated for the appropriate number of hours or days. Prepared in the appropriate stock. When it is served, the surface of the meat glistens. You see, it's shining. You cannot make yourself a connoisseur of banku and tilapia and expect a certain level of prominence. So right now, whatever your level, we are going to ask the Lord. Like for instance, this fool who went and destroyed himself, the prodigal son, when he came back, Jesus told, told the story about God's love. What God does for people, he loves. And what did he say? Luke 15. 22. He said, bring forth the best robe. Put it on him. Put a ring on his hand. Shoes on his feet. 23. Watch it. Look, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. And bring hither the what? Fatted cow. Because this was a boy. A young boy has to eat food with fat. So the father selected the fatted cow. But if he was a 60-year-old man, they won't give him the fatted calf. The oxen from the pastures with dry, lean meat. So whatever your level in life, there is food convenient for you. And he said, and I like, you remember last week I said, bring forth the best robe and do what? Put it on him. Because you can have the best robe and not wear it. Here also he said, bring the fatted calf and kill it. Because some of you, if we give you the fatted calf, you will use it for a farm. Oh. <laughs> this year marks the beginning of killing of animals to eat. I'm not talking about grown-ups, MDs, young boys. 
I see a young boy begging someone for deep freezer space to, to, to keep your meat. Because you can't afford a deep freezer. But God gives you sheep to kill. I see you killing goats. Killing animals. But best of all, I'm here to say to you that, look, if in your family there is diabetes, your mother, your father, you don't have diabetes. But there is the right meal to eat. If you came to church today, I'm blessing you with the, with, with the blessing of being exempted from bad food. Bad food. If you are pregnant, there is the food you must eat. You are going for an interview. You can't eat pepper the previous night. But because you don't have food to eat, the, your sister's pepper is gave you in the bank. Is what you eat. And as you are sitting down in front of the panel, you are just... When they ask your name, you are mentioning your school. And because of an inconvenient food you ate, you have destroyed yourself at the interview. Whatever your situation is, you will eat the right food. Amen. Some of you whose hands are lifted up, you are receiving wisdom to know what you must not eat. Amen. Because there are people here who are eating things they should not eat. Yes. And because they don't know. Lift your hands now. Good things. Good things. Good things. Good things. Good things. Right now, your hands are lifted up to receive healing. Yes. To receive healing. Yes. To receive healing. Yes. Close your eyes and lift your hands. Jesus. Close your eyes and lift your hands. I see angels supplying your food. Yes. Somebody here. Soon. 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 They will call you. Yes. They will call you. Amen. And give you access to a certain meal. Yes. That once a week. Or once a day. Yes. Some good food will come your way. Amen. Lift your hands now. God is changing somebody's diet. I receive it. Now begin to open your mouth and say, Father, give me food convenient. 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 The right food. Yes. Let me not eat food that destroys my body. Yes. Let me not eat food that destroys my body. Yes. The right food. 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 Lift your hands. Today's communion marks the beginning. Today's communion marks the beginning of a special diet. Of a special diet. Of a special diet. Lift your hands and pray. Give me today my daily bread. Whatever is given. You, you. Nobody will take it from you. Receive your daily bread. Receive your daily bread. Receive your daily bread. If it comes with promotion, you are receiving your promotion. You will not eat rubbish. You will not eat rubbish. You will not eat rubbish. Lift your two hands and pray.
Can you believe the prayer I want you to pray? I can't believe it. It's a strange prayer. We are saying, Father, Father, don't take me anywhere where I'll be forced to eat what I don't want to eat. Jesus. Including a prison. Mm. It is prophetic. Anything that defies my dietary lifestyle. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Don't put me in counterbar. Jesus. To eat food. David's prayer was, give me food convenient for me. Amen. So, I... I don't want to be in a situation yes. where I'm forced to eat things that will make me sick. Yes. Food that will kill me. Yes. Any situation. Yes. Even if I travel, let me find the right thing to eat. At the Amen. Right Lift your two hands. You may think we are having a canal service. Jesus. But this is one of the most prophetic life-giving services. Yes. Begin to pray right now. Father, let my diet be appropriate. <laughs> The beginning of a, of a great life has started. Lift your hands, man. Lift your, lift your hands. I prophesy to you now. I release a prophetic word. That one of these days, they shall call you. They shall call you. They shall call you. They shall call you. Let's go to the hotel. We are having lunch. We are having dinner. Yes. They will meet with you. Yes. Presidents shall call you. Jesus. You shall sit with kings. Amen. I release the blessing of Mephibosheth. I receive it. No matter how low you are. Yes. No matter how crippled you are. Yes. No matter how down you are. Yes. May somebody high up call for you. Amen. I declare they are calling you. Yes. They are calling you. I receive it. Your name is being mentioned. Your name is being mentioned. Amen. Lift your hands and thank God for your social standing. Yes. For some of you, it's a new level of health. Amen. For some of you, it's promotion. Amen. For some of you, it's association. Amen. For some of you, it's relationship. Amen. Lift your hands. Where you've not stood before, you will stand there. Amen. Somebody is being invited into the king's palace. I break right now. An ancestral case. Yes. There's power in this room. Yes. 
something in your family something in your family that is following you this communion it ends a curse you are being taken out of one room and you are being ushered I see somebody you are being ushered into a new room I said you are being ushered into a new room and they are saying that this is your room this is your room receive access I receive it power for promotion power for promotion receive it now I receive it Angels are ministering to some young men here. 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 Some young men here are being promoted. Amen. I receive. I just saw somebody. You are climbing a flight of steps. You are going to your new office. Amen. Lift your two hands up. Jesus. It's happening to a young man. Amen. It's happening to a young man. I receive a young lady. Jesus. A young man. Yes. A young lady. Yes. A young lady. Yes. Food. Oh Lord. Food. Jesus. Food. As a sign of your promotion, yes. as a sign of new relationships, yes. as a sign of new associations, yes. as a sign of new level of health. Yes. Lift your two hands now. I receive what you've never eaten before. Jesus shall be put before you. Amen. Thou preparest a table before me. Jesus. In the presence of my enemies. I receive whatever is preventing you from enjoying life. Yes. At this particular moment in time, I break it now. Amen. Receive it now. I receive. If it's in your family, it's in your background, it's preventing you. Right now, I take it away. Amen. You are now declared free. To enter a new life. Amen. To enter a new level. Amen. To enter new relationships. Amen. New relationships. Amen. New relationships. Amen. Father, we thank you. Lift your hands and thank God. Let your hands stand up. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him for the work he has done. Thank him for the work he has done. For the work he has done. For the work he has done. Yes. For the work he has done. 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 Yes. For the work he has done. Yes. For the work he has done. Thank you. Somebody has been healed. Amen. Somebody has been healed. Amen. Somebody, a lamp, a mass, a mass has dissolved. Amen. You've been healed. Thank you for the work. Wave, wave to the Lord and say, Father, I thank you. Thank you.
every eye closed if you are here today you are not born again you want to receive Jesus into your life as we close the service wherever you are every eye closed every head bowed if you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life just lift your hand wherever you are lift it high I want to pray for you right now high above your head yes I want to see yeah I see it but lift it higher so I can see it well you want to be born again yes I see your hand if your hand is up come to me in front take your bag your Bible and come come to me ushers help them to come ushers help them to come Say this. Oh, you can put your back here. Lift your hands. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I have sinned. I have sinned. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. I've done many evil things. I've done many evil things. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have come to you. I have come to you. I have you. repented. I have repented. I'm not going back. To my old life. Please receive me. Please receive me. Wash me. Wash me. Make me a new person. Make me a new I thank person. you. I thank you for my salvation. For my salvation. Today, today, I am happy. I am happy that I am born again. That I am born again. Thank you. Thank you for my salvation. For my salvation. I'm not going back. I am not going back. I will stay. I will stay Lord. and walk with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.